Welcome to Laughing at Myself. I'm your host, Taryn Lane, and this is where I dive into the subjects that have been on my mind in a lighthearted, thought-provoking way. Why is it that everything that tastes good ends up being really bad for me? Unfortunately, I don't think that applies just to Christmas toffee or soda pop. The internet's social networking and media content definitely seems to follow that same trend. Really, when it comes to the internet, the whole deck seems stacked against me. I want to have more productive and healthy habits, but those desires seem to get thwarted so easily. It's so frustrating to me. I think that's at the core of why I'm doing this series. I'm spending time on laughing at myself as a way to counteract those negative effects. The world right now is in this pandemic internet information age, and that means I'm like Winnie the Pooh on an empty stomach stumbling across Rabbit's secret honey cellar. Except instead of overeating honey, I'm at risk of getting out of control with unhealthy digital consumption. The pandemic, lockdowns, and the society-wide shifts to remote interaction are especially making things worse for me. I haven't just found the honey cellar, I've locked myself in it. Since I'm cut off from so many of my previous social outlets, my biological imperatives for human connection are driving me to grasp at whatever straws I can find. The obvious straw, the internet, turns out to be a fire hose instead of just a straw. It's an unprecedented overabundance that my mental behavioral reward centers just don't know how to properly adapt to. Even though the globally connected internet world is this impressive buffet of so many diverse and exciting ideas, for some reason, it's still so tempting just to gorge myself on the easy, addictive, and destructive content. Creating or consuming anything of actual substance means I'd have to do more work than my lazy, end-of-the-workday brain wants to. Despite this, I can't give up wanting to become a more effective master of my own digital destiny. Sometimes I'll realize, to my horror, that I've gone a whole week where the deepest my thoughts have gone is the shallow waters of endless social media scrolling. That's when I'm really disappointed in myself, because I know that's not good for me. Unfortunately, once I get going on the scrolling, it's hard not to let my whole self-image start to revolve around how many likes I get, or to let my mental engagement extend only to the endless rolling past of witty memes and funny video clips. It's an easy, quick burst of sweet flavor into my life, just like honey, and often I just can't help myself. I can sometimes feel myself growing dependent on that slow, chemical drip of pseudo-happiness. If I have any downtime, my animal brain starts humming to itself, I'm rumbly in my tumbly, time for something sweet. Instead of being content to always turn back to the same old easy thing whenever I get the internet munchies, I want to do something different, something that can be entertaining while still leaving me feeling accomplished and satisfied, regardless of how many likes I get. Specifically, it's looking inward and realizing the humorous and intriguing way that our minds work. So many times I'll notice something about myself or about something I do or something about human nature and I'll find it amusing that it works that way. Then it's fun to try to take that introspective thought and play around with it a little bit, mentally pushing and pulling on the idea to see what interesting implications I can find. More than just contemplating and developing these mental tangents, I want to share them with others. This isn't because I think I have profound epiphanies that need to be shared with the unenlightened masses, but rather because it's fulfilling to share the results of my creative endeavors. It's something I can work on that gives me satisfaction to try to do well. Spending my time doing this rather than scrolling requires more work, but I feel like the reward is whole orders of magnitude greater. There's something so joyous and satisfying about successfully distilling an idea down to words and then communicating that idea to someone else. I don't pretend to be any sort of expert at doing this, but I've come to realize just how much blogging or podcasting can be an art form, one that requires both high-level strategy and low-level detail work. 
The first part of that comes from trying to wrap my brain around my own thought processes. I've always loved journaling. I've kept one weekly for a good portion of my life. And in part, I think that's because it's fun to organize the swirling chaos of my thoughts into something solid and tangible, especially when I can later look back on it and remember exactly what I was thinking. Occasionally, I find myself pleasantly surprised by my past self's success at capturing a particular nebulous idea into just the right words. It's the same satisfaction I get from mowing lawns or cleaning up a disorganized room. It's the joy of sculpting something better out of a larger, featureless block. It's the act of creation and then looking back over what I've made and saying, wow, that's something neat right there. The second part comes from getting to tinker with the resulting idea as I try to make it easier for other people to see the same thing. That's where persuasiveness, clarity, and logic all come into play. The successful communication of ideas is such a complex process, but I often forget to recognize it as the miracle that it is. Whenever an idea has to be teased out of one brain and implanted in another, it becomes like an interesting puzzle that needs solving. I love brain teasers. I used to have a deck of those brain teaser cards when I was a kid that my aunt gave to me, and I can still remember how fun it was to work on those and try to discover the answers. This is good because I need something constructive and engaging to focus on if I want to overcome my natural instinct to settle for the easy entertainment. As time goes on, I'm sure I'll need to put more and more intentional effort into making sure binge scrolling down TikTok or Facebook doesn't become the feature presentation of my whole internet experience, or the peak of all the social connection in my life. If I let myself get out of control and don't watch my digital diet, I suspect I'll end up slowly building up a persistent, sticky residue of dissatisfaction that leaves me feeling bloated with emotional and mental distress at the end of each day. No one else is going to do the necessary portion or quality control for me. This is my attempt to cook up and share something lighter, hopefully healthier, and season it with my own quirky flavor. I want to be contributing to the nutritional side of the internet, so to speak. If we have to get our social kicks solely from the digital realm, I want to make it an uplifting experience for myself, rather than consigning myself to drown in all those shallow streams that combined make up an overpowering deep current. I also worry about more than just myself. Even though internet trends can push broad social momentum for good, I get scared thinking of where all that weight will settle if guided only by the instant gratification path of least resistance. It would probably end with us all collectively getting dragged down to an inescapable pattern of constant consumption, yielding only discontented melancholy. That's depressing. Am I just being dramatic? Well, with a pandemic-related technology shift, I do think it's a frightening possibility. It's growing past just a sideshow worry, and it's becoming a center stage concern. Thank goodness for the efforts of so many other people who already put a lot of thought and care into the participation in social media, and who make a ton of worthwhile content that I think pulls us back from going down that road. I don't have any amazing traits to wow the crowds or ability to influence the populace, but I still want to contribute in any way I can to help us all go down the better of the two roads before us. What I can do is try to look inward and nurture that part of my brain where the seeds of intelligent thought are sown. I can laugh at the oddities that sprout, as well as reflect on the meaningful ideas that could grow there as well. Either way, I'm going to try to have fun doing it. Think of this as like Mystery Science Theater 3000, if you know what that is. But instead of creepy robots riffing on bad movies, we're going to be having fun commentating the things that are playing out on my personal mental stage. If this is going to have any effect on others, I would want it to be that people can also work on trying to understand themselves better, and can even be encouraged to try to become better by giving themselves permission to see critical self-reflection less like a joyless taskmaster we want to continually hide from, and more like a companionable friend we love spending time with and learning from. I'll be trying to practice my own healthy self-analysis by sharing my thoughts on topics that mean a lot to me, as well as unimportant topics that are just fun to talk about. I'm going to try not to always take myself too seriously through all of this. 
Laughing at yourself is supposed to have psychological benefits after all. I hope you can give me permission to visit all parts of the spectrum between serious topics and inconsequential ones. But with whatever I talk about, I'll be sincerely sharing my own personal experiences, as well as my perspective on the subjects that have been on my mind. I love thinking about things, and then afterwards, having a healthy chuckle at my own thought process. In essence, this is lighthearted, thought-provoking commentary on whatever's playing in my mind's theater, from the existentially important down to the whimsically trivial. This is laughing at myself. Hey, thanks for listening. If you've recently learned something interesting about yourself, or just had a fun line of thought on this or any other topic, then let me know. I'd love to hear about your ideas. In the meantime, stay sharp out there, folks. Thank you.